is Nathaniel Goodman, your Biggie Broodcast host, landing here at the Biggie Studio at Pleasanton High School for another great PHS podcast. As we continue with the theme of our podcast, which is what makes PHS great, we'll be hearing from the perspective of present and past Eagle baseball players. Our guests today include one of the current captains of the Varsity Eagle baseball team, senior Ty Heyman, and an alumni of the class of 1990, Ray Gallegos, known by many as Buddy. Let's hear what they have to say. First up is Ty Heyman, class of 2021. All right, well, thank you for coming on and um, giving us some of your time for this. Um, how are you doing today? Good, and you? I'm doing all right, thank you. Um, if you want to just hop right in since we're on a little bit of a time limit. Uh, how long have you been playing baseball? Uh, I started playing baseball when I was four, um, and I've played every year since, and I'm 18 now, so that'll be uh, about 14 years. Oh, man. That's what I call dedication right there. I hope you enjoy it at least. <laughs> oh, I do, yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. Have a good time with it. I've always enjoyed playing it, but I've never been able to watch it just because of the fact that I was raised in a hockey family, so I was raised to expect a fight every 20 or so minutes whenever I'm watching a sport, so. So what are your feelings about this year's team as a whole, you know, especially with you getting a new coach last year and all that? Um, Getting a new coach was a blessing for us. Um, It's really turned, in my opinion, turned the program around. Uh, The team this year is pretty awesome. It's... um, Something that I've never personally been a part of as from as far as a baseball team goes, um, but I think we're we're um, we got a good shot, and um, I think we can make a playoff run with the with the team that we've got and the coach we've got, and we just got to keep playing hard. Well, good to hear right there. Um, I'm supporting y'all. Um, what do you like best about being on the baseball team here in Pleasanton? Um, being able every day after school to go and practice, hang out with the team, um, hang out after after practice, um, but but especially being at practice, we we um, we bond real well as a team and we play together really well. So um, being together, it um, it's pretty cool. That's good to hear. That's important for a team. If y'all don't get along, y'all aren't gonna do as well on the field. And... Yeah. What are some of those memorable moments or games you've experienced uh, playing part of the baseball program? Um, the first one that comes to mind is um, a game against Quero this year. Um, we were losing the whole game and ended up coming back in the bottom of the seventh, and I ended up hitting, having the walk-off hit to win the game. Um, that one had a, that one was lots of emotion and um, lots of excitement involved in that one. Uh, another one would be the uh, Hondo game. It was a big game for us coming into district. Uh, we basically needed the win to have a good shot. And um, we uh, played a really good game, a clean game, no errors, really awesome pitching performance, and had some hits when we needed them and ended up getting the win. There you go. That, that's good to hear right there. Um, and that game we're talking about coming back at the end of it, um, I was speaking to someone who used to be a part of the team. Um, his name was Ray, and he was talking about how Eagles have been coined the comeback kids a couple times, and that sounds exactly what he's talking about right there. Hopefully we can just start games out on top so we don't have to be. <laughs> exactly. That, that's a good mindset to have. I mean, whew, you want to get the first try around, not the third. <laughs> so do you have any, like, major plans after high school? And, like, do you plan on including baseball in those somewhere, you know, whether playing for a professional team, getting getting it, in, get it getting you into college? Sorry <laughs> about that. Good. Um, I probably won't be playing baseball after high school. Um, I've got some other plans. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Angelo State University um, to study natural resource management. I'm uh, hoping to hopefully one of these days uh, manage a ranch, some kind of private private property for somebody. And um, 
also be shooting on the uh, Clay Target team there at Angelo. So oh, wow. that'll be fun. That's been something I've also done for a long time and I've enjoyed doing all that. So hopefully I can keep that going. All right, so baseball is more of a passion than a profession for you? Basically? Pretty much, yeah. Baseball, one of the, another thing that I've also enjoyed, but I mean, it's just shooting mm -hmm. something that I'm have a pretty good shot at the future at. Oh, yeah. And so managing a ranch and all that, that good money in that or what? It's decent. Um, I think it's more of a, it's something I like. It's something right. that I enjoy. I'd like to work with something that I enjoy. Right. Um, I don't think money's the biggest thing for me. I'm a very firm believer in the saying, do what you enjoy, you never work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love doing yard work and all that. And for uh, I ran my own little business back where I used to live for, I think, six years. And it was more fun than anything else for me. So I understand where you're coming from with that. Mm -hmm. So the main theme of our podcast, um, I'm not sure if you've heard about it, is um, what makes PHS great for each individual, you know, like whether it's teachers or friends and things like that. So for you, what makes PHS special? What kind of makes it stick out in your mind? Well, the school is awesome. Um, all the teachers are supportive of you, of your education. Everybody wants you to, to succeed in life. But um, taking it back to baseball, the, the support from the staff and students all year for our baseball team has been amazing. There's more people in the stands at every home game than I've ever seen just since I've been here. And um, we've had the pace setters, the cheerleaders, everybody out there supporting, yelling. It's um, it's really helped us out in my opinion. Um, at home we're tough to beat and I think that a large part of it comes from the, the support from the school. Oh, yeah, like I've noticed that about Pleasanton because I moved here my freshman year. So one of the my dad was in the military so he wanted me to start high school where I'd finish. And the difference between Pleasanton and a military town is insane because <laughs> you move to a military town and their first thought process is, you're gonna leave in about three to five years, I'm gonna keep you at arm's length. But here you show up and everyone's like a family here mm -hmm. and the support is amazing. Um, it blows my mind every time I see it, especially with the um, sports at the high school, the entire town gets behind it whenever yeah. there's any kind of games. Tons it, of people. Oh yeah, it, it's amazing to see, honestly. Um, so other than baseball, are there uh, any other like school organizations you're a part of, whether that be like student council, things like that? Um, I'm in NHS. I, um, I also do a lot of FFA stuff, some, some teams in that. Um, I do 4-H, 4-H, uh, clay shooting, which is not part of the school, but, um, oh, yeah. similar. Um, I play football as well. That's, I think that's for, oh. about it for extracurriculars. Oh. So, um, clay shooting, um, I've heard about that. I've mm -hmm. seen some of it, but like, what's it like exactly? Like, it's not super common. Um, <laughs> a lot of people don't really know what it entails. It's, um, it's hard to describe. It's, um, <laughs> when you first get into it, it's pretty discouraging. Actually, it's, it's not easy to get to the top, but, right. um, with years of work and practice that me and my parents and everybody have put into it, it's, um, turned out well for me. I uh, signed my letter of intent to Angelo a few weeks ago. Congratulations and, um, on that. Thank you. And um, hopefully it takes me farther. Yeah, so it's one of those, it's tough to learn, but once you do, it's like, is it satisfying to reach that point where you know what you're doing, like you're able to get it down to almost a science? It really is. Um, it's um, second nature for me now. Um, I've, I've learned how to, how to execute everything and 
Well, once you get to that point, and in that, in that case, in any sport, once you get to that point that you know what you're doing, it's it's all mental at that point. Um, your mental game has to be on par every day for you to win, and um, that's that's really the main thing that I just have to, I have to control my mind to to do what I need to do that day. Yeah. Well, like with baseball, Clayton, not is there something you do like that kind of helps you keep a clear mind while you're playing? Like, is there anything like a little I guess a ritual that you have that helps you out? No, no, no rituals that are out of the norm. Um, I just try to, I, I try to forget. It's, I have to be easy to forget. You have to forget things. Um, you, you can go and you go up and strike out, which I've done it a few times, you know, everyone has, but you got to come back the next game, the next at bat and, and do it like it's your last. I mean, you just, you got to put all your effort into every at bat. You can't let the last one slip. You can't let the last one make the next one slip away. Right, it's exactly. the same thing in shooting. Uh, it's one of those things where you can't let the mess ups. Mm-hmm. You can't let them come haunt you. you. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it, honestly. Because there are some people, um, they'll mess up once, and it's one of those. It's, How am I going to recover? Yeah, it's on the a, smallest it's, thing. It's a downhill slide from there. Oh, yeah. I want to thank you for coming on. Um, this has been honestly one of the best interviews I've had. It was nice talking to you. Well, thank you for having me. And now let's hear from Ray Gallegos, class of 1990. Hello, this is Ray. Hi there, sir. This is Nathaniel Goodman with the uh, Biggie Broadcast at Pleasanton High School. And hey, Nathaniel, how are you? Good, sir. How are you? Doing great, thank you. All right. So to get us started, what have you been doing since you uh, graduated from Pleasanton High School? Um, so I graduated Pleasanton in 1990. Um, after that, I went to school uh, at Southwest Texas State. It was called at the time. Now it's called Texas State in San Marcos. Um, so I attended that school. Um, I graduated um, with a degree in um, communication design, which is kind of like a commercial art <clears throat> at the back of the day, that's what they were calling it. Um, and after graduation, I moved to Dallas in about 90, I guess 96, 97. Um, started working at an ad agency there. Um, I've been in Dallas ever since. Uh, kind of jumped around some ad agencies and some uh, design studios and uh, uh, you know, boutique branding uh, agencies and what have you. Met my wife at the uh, ad agency that I uh, started working at. I've got two boys um, in high school right now, and currently I live in Garland, Texas, which is just about north northeast of um, of, of downtown Dallas. So I work at um, uh, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, which is a <laughs> a restaurant uh, concept, and um, so I'm creative director there. Been there for about three years, so. It's kind of where I'm at now. Oh, that sounds like a very entertaining life. And I'm going to be honest, I love the Dallas Garland area. All my grandparents live up there. I've been there every summer since I was a little kid. So, Really? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love I love the city, but I'm going to be honest, I don't think I'd be able to live in it for too long. There's too much traffic for me trying to drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, yeah, Pleasant, Pleasanton to Dallas is a pretty, it's a, it's a pretty, um, Pretty big contrast, you know, but um, I will say Dallas is a great highway system and everyone's uh, everyone's great up here. Um, it's pretty broad as far as the Metroplex goes. And, um, you know, you kind of find your find your place, I guess you could say. And from a creative standpoint for my profession, um, DFW is a, a great place to be. There's a lot of opportunities, you know, with all agencies and um, also um, corporations and headquarters that, that are here. So there's a lot of opportunity. So. I'm, I've been I've been happy here. I'll say that. 
that that's what's important is where you are you're happy you're not like complaining about it every other day <laughs> yeah yeah Alrighty, so um i've been told that uh during your time playing baseball at pleasanton the eagles are ranked number one in the state for 4a baseball what did that feel like for you personally back then <clears throat> well personally um i it was probably the highlight of um my pleasanton high school um experience i'd say yeah. Um, it was the it was at the end of my years there at, at Pleasanton, and um, I mean it was it was great. We had so many great memories that season. A whole lot of great, uh, I'd say, team members uh, involved in that in, on that team. Um, just a whole lot of exciting things happened that year. You know, the year before that, we were ranked number two in the state. And so we knew going into the 1990 season that we were going to have um, a really good chance to to do something special, um, and um, we had a really good coach, uh, Coach Larry Szczeski. I probably said his name wrong, but we called him <laughs> Coach C. Coach C. Um, he was on his fourth year there, and we had some really really ta talented um, players on that team, like Gerald Trevino, Chris Wiggins, and Anthony Martinez. Those three guys were um, were just amazing uh, ball players, but they're everyone else on the team was not far behind them from an athletic standpoint. So we had a lot of really good um, competitive personalities um, uh, that were on that team. And uh, a lot of them carried over from the previous year. So um, we, we had a great season. We were ranked number one from the beginning of the season all the way until we got knocked out. But we had, um, personally for me, it was, it was just incredible. I had just come off of a basketball season where we, we lost our first game in the playoffs. I was really down about that, and then I got thrown right into the baseball season, and um, you know it just took off. We had, we just we crushed everybody. We had some great games. We had a whole lot of fun. Uh, we worked hard, but um, it was it was incredible. It was there were so many good memories in that season. Um, I still think about it a lot uh, to this day. I see Coach C every once in a while, and uh, we talk about it. And so it was um, it was incredible. Honestly, that sounds amazing. Um, especially what you're saying coming off the basketball season. I feel like, um, do you feel like it motivated you at all? Like kind of that basketball kind of pushed you to do try as hard as you could during baseball as well? Or was it just kind of a... <clears throat> well, I, uh, basketball was my passion sport. I, oh. I was obsessed with basketball as a kid. Um, and I loved baseball too, but um, basketball was my was where my heart was, no doubt. Um, and we had we had one district that year, and we went and played. Um, I think we played Cal Allen. Uh, they were a big, long, tall team, and we weren't. We didn't have a lot of size to us. But um, you know, we lost that. We lost that game by one point. I think I missed the shot at the end, and um, you know, it, it hurt a lot. And I feel like transitioning to the baseball team was just kind of just what I needed, truthfully. You know, mm. kind of take my mind off of the way that season ended. And um, coach put me at shortstop, which I was not expecting to play, but we had a, a player move. Um, I think it was a catcher, and the shortstop went to catcher, and coach put me at shortstop. And um, you know that that's enough to keep your keep your hands full playing oh, yeah. shortstop on a, on a team like that. Um, so I had I definitely had my hands full, and um, but. Mm. Uh, you know, it was it was great. I ended up loving loving baseball just as much as I love uh, basketball. 
which I can understand. It's a pretty busy position from what I can tell. At least. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't think I was going to be playing shortstop, so I was a little bit um, a little surprised. Uh, but um, you know, I prepared myself and was ready for it. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, it helped me transition from the way the basketball season ended and 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 help me focus, you know, a little bit more on something else, which is great. Pun completely intended, but would you say it kind of came out of left field for you? Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. Coach, like, you're playing shorts. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> Man. All right, well, I want to ask, um, what was your favorite thing out of your time playing baseball? What was your favorite part about being on the Eagle team? That's a tough one. I mean, you know, we all like to win. I, I, you know, we love, we all love that, you know, kind of gain a little bit of a swagger from that and a, <laughs> and a confidence uh, that came from from our coach, you know, instilling in us, you know, the, the hard work we put in that anything was possible. But I think just the overall camaraderie of that team and with all the guys, including the coaches, you know, we just had a lot of fun. We all worked hard. I think everyone had kind of um, instilled in them that, that, you know, to work hard. No one was afraid of working hard on that team. Um, but at the same time, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of guys that, that could have fun while working hard and enjoy what they're doing. And our coach, you know, he was, a, this is our fourth year with him. So, you know, we knew the rules. We knew, you know, what we had to do by that point. And uh, we were kind of on a little bit of a cruise control on getting to practice, working hard, you know, having fun while we're doing it, learning along the way. Um, I think just the camaraderie between the guys um, was was amazing. And on top of that, I'll say that, you know, we had a great, we had great community support um, that year. You know, we had, we played at the River Park um, old baseball field there. And I think it's, I don't think it's there anymore. I think it's a soccer field maybe or something else. I don't know. Um, but you know, we had small, small stands, but everyone would park around the ballpark. So they pull their their cars up and their trucks and, and and you know back them up and and so you look around the park and and there's just cars of people sitting on cars and you know it was it was a great it was a really great thing um, and every game we had was just it was packed it was jam packed and um, when we when we were successful we got a lot of support from the community on. Uh, you know, just sending us sending us off to, to to games, to big games and things like that. And you know, I think you know, it's not just one thing that was was a great memory. It was just in you know, the culmination of community and and people and and just being really close and supportive of each other was, I think, was the coolest thing for me. You know, the town is actually invested in everything that's going on with the high school, with the kids, with everything. The community like bands together for everything. And I find that absolutely amazing, mind blowing to me. And I honestly love it so much here. Yeah, I can't agree with you more, Nathaniel. I mean, you know, I, I'm in Dallas now and, um, you know, having that community support is so important. You know, um, it's kind of like it's just a big family. Um, that's kind of what it felt like. And so, yeah, you're, you're right. It's a, it's a special thing. So we talked about the team, like how y'all did amazing that year, how you did amazing your year before and all that. For you personally, what was your proudest moment playing baseball for the Pleasanton High School? I think I was a solid player, but I, you know, I didn't hit like a, a game-winning home run or anything like that. Um, but, um, 
I think what uh, my proudest moment, I'd say just coming out of basketball and making an impact on the team and contributing in a couple of big games is what I remember. I do remember we played against a team called West Campus and, you know, I was a, we just started district and I, you know, I was, I was a little bit late to, uh, to baseball because of basketball. Um, and then, you know, coming to the team, I didn't want to, I wanted to contribute and didn't want to hold it, hold the team back. And, um, luckily, you know, we had a close game against West Campus, who was our rival uh, in that district, and they were a really, really good team. Um, and I did have a couple of hits, a couple of RBI, and uh, was able to help the team kind of overcome uh, our rival. And uh, I think that was really important because I felt like at that time that um, I was holding my own with the team, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah. um, so that, I, I remember that. Um, I remember a lot of the, just the playoff games with the crowds and, and, and everyone in, in the stands and family and friends and old faces you hadn't seen in a while. So that was really cool too, just to see everybody kind of rooting for you. You know, it was, uh, oh, yeah, it was really special. And like you're saying, you know, you didn't want to get game run game winning home run. Um, sorry. No about home that. runs. Okay. I had no home runs that year. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Hey, like, I'm going to say everyone glorifies, you know, the game winning home run. Everyone glorifies, you know, being the big, like, I won the game. But no one pays attention to the people that got all the points building up to that game winning home run. So, like, everyone in yeah. my eyes is just as important as the guy who hit the last one. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah, no doubt. You know, and that's that was one of the one of the strongest attributes of this team is that we all realize that every little every little part of the game makes a big difference right these look the smallest things that happen in a game can can have either really large bad consequences or really really impactful positive uh uh you know results so i mean that's baseball and one thing we learned from coach c was that you know all those little things they they matter you know you're like connecting the dots you know for a game and, and ending up with a with success at the end so um you know, we, no one took anything for granted uh, on our team, and um, everyone just wanted to do their part. So, and when you got to do your part and stood out a little bit, it was a little extra special. So that's, that's kind of what that feeling was was all about. Oh yeah. Um. So during your time at Pleasanton, either as you know a baseball player or as a student basketball player, do you have any like funny stories that kind of stick out in your mind whenever you think that was my Pleasanton experience? You know what I mean? Um, I, don't have, I, I don't know how funny this is, but one of the things that kind of stood out from that from that baseball team, especially in the playoff run, we had, um, like I said, you know, we, we entered the playoffs. We won district, went undefeated. We, uh, we were ranked number one in the state. Um, our first round in the playoffs was a, was a three-game series, and we had to run, I think it was to Flower Bluff in Corpus Christi. Uh, to play our first game and of course the previous year we had you know we'd been knocked out right by uh, I believe it was Bernie uh, the first for the first round so you know we didn't want that to happen again but we went to Flower Bluff and um, we just got owned you know we got oh, crushed yeah it was uh, it was like wow not again you know and um, hmm. I do remember that we had a uh, chartered a a bus you know it was not the uh, a, a yellow dog it was not just our usual bus or like had nice seats was air conditioned and all that other good stuff so we were oh, like man. all right you know we're we're the number one team in the state here we come right and um 
But we got there, and you know, we didn't play our best, but far blown. They crushed us. You know, they earned that win. And it was bad. It was like 16 to 2 or something. It was it was embarrassing. And so we were down. And uh, luckily, we came back. And Flower Bluff had to come play at, play at our, at our uh, River Park. And, uh, you know, we just laid it on them. I think we beat them. We 10-run rolled them two games in a row to, to, to go on and win the series. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the next season, I mean, in the next series, we lost the first game again. Oh, man. <laughs> We lost the first game from every series we played in the playoffs <laughs> that season, and we got coined the comeback kids by the oh, um, by the uh, San Antonio newspaper. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so that was that was kind of a looking back. Uh, it's kind of funny to to realize that um, you know that we had to we made it extra hard on ourselves, and it was kind of <laughs> it was kind of funny the way we got coined the comeback kids when it was you know it was pretty stressful to go through, but looking back, it was, it was pretty funny, you know what I mean? I think it just showed the resilience of our of our team that we just, you know, we would find a way to win. You know, maybe we didn't, we didn't play our best game for game one, or we just had some bad luck at times, but um, but uh, we were resilient, and, uh, you know, the comeback kids, you know, finally caught up with us um, the last, um, the, in the regional finals, when we lost to Rockstown, we lost the first game, then we ended up losing the second game, too, so, you know, we weren't able to, to, to go all the way to state as the comeback kids, you know. I chuckle at it now and I look back and think about how we lost the first game of every uh, every series. So. That sounds like an interesting pattern, but I mean, it makes sense because like, I always like to joke around with my friends whenever they say, you know, um, they're upset or like they're upset they got a bad grade. I always remind them, spite can be a powerful motivator and you're proving that with like the baseball. Because <laughs> if yeah, you lose yeah. to someone, you don't want to lose again. <laughs> no, you don't. We were, we were really lucky because, um, you know, now I think you can. Well, even then, you can choose between a three-game series or a one-game series. And since we had two really good pitchers, I believe um, it played to our advantage to go three games. But if we would have ever had to play a one-game series, you know, we would have been one and done again, which would have been completely heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I understand that, honestly. Like, yeah. especially if it were to happen twice in a row, I'd feel like I feel like that would be a little bit more like salt in the wound more than anything else. Oh yeah, that would have been that would have been horrible. So you've mentioned basketball. Um, were there any other organizations you're a part of other than those two sports? I say I played football my my freshman year, but you know one of the things that was always a big part of my experience um, at Pleasanton High School was um, art. You know, with the, was the art program there. Um, I always grew up. Um, loving creativity and uh, my mom always uh, embraced that part of uh, my interest and um, so when I was in high school um, I took art um, all four years while I was there and um, just loved it so much matter of fact um, my teacher at the time Maureen Stinson she just passed away um, earlier this year um, Mm. sadly Um, and um, she was a huge influence on um, on me doing what I do today, you know, being creative uh, and working in a creative profession. Um, And uh, Pleasanton High School, you know, that experience just really helped, you know, foster that interest um, per se, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, she just always encouraged um, encouraged me to to move forward with with my interest in that, you know, and so that was really, that was really cool. It was, um, you know, my mom was, was, was the one who really kind of just let me be creative on any, anything that I did. And then when I went to high school and Maureen was there, Mrs. Stinson, um, she really um, 
she really just kind of like continued that and, and helped helped me um, realize that um, you know I should pursue something in art and, um, and so you know that was really cool I loved all the classes that I had with with her and um, it was really inspiring so that was that was really cool I've always loved that about here too like teachers and like the counselors everyone um, on the faculty you express an interest in something like whether it be a career or a hobby or something like that they help you like take the classes you need or like do the electives or anything like that to help you either practice that perfect it or like turn it into a career of some form and it's really inspiring to see like for example uh i love to cook personally and mm -hmm. like coming in they said okay well we have the intro to hospitality and tourism which is a brand new class it's basically the class you take before culinary is what they told me yep and so at this point i'm in the big two-hour class where i get to go in and i say what do we have in the fridge? What do we have in the pantry? Let's see what we can make. Yeah. That's great. It's like chopped, right? Here's what's in your basket. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, I, I think you're right. Uh, and that's the way it should be that, that you know, students um, express an interest. And, you know, it's, it's, it's everyone's job around them to make sure that they get a chance to, to experience that if they can. Um, like you talked about cooking, you know, if that's your passion, then you should find a way to, um, to help you know, foster that interest. Um, cooking falls in the category of creativity as well to me, you know. Um, I think it seems like anything that has a creativity aspect to it, as I've found interest in, in that, mm -hmm. whether it's some type of, you know, gardening or, or cooking or, you know, drawing or, or whatever it is. Even sports, basketball has a huge creativity um, oh, yeah. aspect to it. So. So that's great. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. PHS does a really good job of <laughs> of, of letting people do what 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 they're interested in and, and, and letting them find their way because you know, everyone has their own path. So um, that's what I experienced at PHS, which is great. For our final question, um, as you may know, our um, theme of our podcast is what makes PHS grip great for each individual person, you know, and. Um, for you, back you know in the school your your school your high school times, um, what made PHS great for you? Um, I think, you know, to me it all goes back to to the people you know in the community. Um, you know, for the Mrs. Stinson, for the for the for the Coach C, for you know your friends that that um, that you grew up with, you know, from kindergarten that you're graduating with and, and other friends that moved there. It's that family atmosphere that uh, that makes PHS great. You feel like um, feel like the people around you really, really know you and you feel like you really know them. And uh, I think that's a that's a special thing. You know, you don't get that everywhere. That to me is what makes PHS great. It's just the bond connections between the community and the and the, and the students and, and you know, makes feel like family, which is which is great. I absolutely love that aspect. Like I said earlier, like I said earlier, um, I kind of came from a military family, so we bounced around a lot. And here, Pleasanton is absolutely amazing because, like, like you said, we're like they're like a family. You know, we bond together. In a military town, it's you're moving in three years. Let's just hang out, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Well, I'm glad you're in Pleasanton. What year are you in, Nathaniel? I'm currently a junior, so I'm in my 11th year. I'm getting ready for, you know, college applications and getting ready yeah. to go 
go into the world. So it's kind of scary, but I'm loving it still. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I have a 17 year old, uh, my, son, my older son, uh, Ryan is, is 17 and I have a freshman. So yeah, mm -hmm. so that's an exciting time in your life. So good luck with all that. Yeah, stay, stay focused and make the most of it. Yes, sir. Thank you. And um, again, I'd love, I'd like to thank you for coming on. I loved having you. It was amazing getting to talk to you. Hey, likewise, Nathaniel. It was uh, it was great to to reflect back on uh, some fun times at PHS. You know, it's a big <laughs> part of my life and uh, you know one of the foundational uh, you know pillars of kind of helped me get to where I am today. So I'm super appreciative of all the good memories and all the good people that um, that um, touched my life during that time. So. Thank you. Appreciate it. All righty. Thank you again, sir. All right. Take care, Nathaniel. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What an awesome look at how being part of the Eagle baseball program makes PHS great. This is Nathaniel Goodman, your Big E Broadcast host, taking flight from here in the Big E studio. We're hoping you join us for the next episode of our brutally awesome podcast. And try to stay positive out there. We know it's crazy.